everyone, welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. I'm Carl, and this week I have with me Dima. Hey, everybody. And Kevin. Hola. <laughs> Hola. Hola. <laughs> How you guys doing? Uh, doing okay. Busy week. I'm moving. Uh, I'm, I'm dating someone new as well. So there's like everything at the same time in the most uh, um, busy time of the year for the car stuff. So You, you probably should date I'm her not- a little bit before moving in with her. You don't I have to do it all at once. Winter. Are you moving because <laughs> you don't want your ex to find where you are? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you just erasing all of the evidence. <laughs> Why do you immediately exactly. go to <laughs> evidence disposal? <laughs> some kind of illicit crime. It's like in Snatch, right? The um, the pikeys, uh, they do something wrong. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just move camp. <laughs> it's a fucking gravesite, exactly. <laughs> you should um, uh, live so in the caravan. Yeah, so this week we're going to do uh, five watch, five events, five occasions in your life. Uh, it's like the, um, was it the, a game li- game of life, the board game, right? That you go through you're, life, you like get a job. You're way too young to know that board game. <laughs> I don't even know that board well, game. And I'm I have no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. You, you, you know that board game, come I, on. I've never played it, but I do know the, ga- I've okay. heard of the game of life. But it was uh, the first board game, so like you're all, we're all too like... Is is it is chess a board game yeah. though? The you only board know, game, you're Russian. The the only game the only game I know is the it's Russian Monopoly, where you can't really buy any properties. <laughs> it's all owned by the state. <laughs> just give it to you. And take it back. It's they a, just give it to you when they decide it, to deserve it. it. It's pass go and collect potatoes, and it's straight to gulag the other corner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's a lot of gulag. There's a lot of corners in there, just mostly gulag. <laughs> um, so did. One of these occasions, though, is not going to be you moving. Definitely not. No, no, no. What's what's a what's a watch for a moving day? You have no, watches for no. the when you do dishes. So, yeah, uh, yes. nothing's the well, sur- nothing surprises me. for that. Exactly. <laughs> nothing's up the table. Can you tell us what you're going to wear this weekend as a watch while you move? Uh, I probably my CWC G10. So you're not going to wear that it's Rolex. <laughs> no 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 I, I like i have movers so i'm not gonna move stuff but like if i have to move things i don't want to scratch my brand new rolex are you going to yeah you're gonna have to move things. are you going to keep that cwc or are you really going down to three that's off the table that g10 that went to war that you paid peanuts for it i don't know why would you sell it i'm gonna announce it at a stupid price and if someone's want to pay a stupid price for it like thousand dollar <laughs> why not but uh you yeah, know i paid is that how much for, it... so okay yeah, I paid two hundred and like thirty dollars in shipping. So I have sold uh, <laughs> my watch oh, by the way it. on Chrono uh, Twenty Four. It's been a pretty pleasant uh, transaction. Yeah, no, uh, no issues whatsoever so far. Like uh, a very smooth customer service there is excellent. So there's absolutely no nothing that that I needed to kind of worry about. Everything's insured. So and how much did it cost? Uh, how much did it Chrono costs, tw- take? Six percent. Right? Yeah, it's six percent. I think it's six or six point six or six point five. I think it's six. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, it, it's not a lot when you when you don't sell a very expensive watch, right? It's kind of a bit annoying if you sell like like something that's like five thousand dollars, right? Then it gets to a pretty high number that you, I'll say, yeah. I'll, I'll let's say I will think twice before selling. Let's say I'm not gonna sell my Speedmaster, obviously, but I, like if I have a, another watch of the same price, right? I would probably reconsider other uh, sources, right? Because you end up giving away like six hundred bucks. But if a broker's to, uh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it broker, well, probably less than six hundred bucks. But if it brokers a clean deal, I mean, it depends what people want, right? 
I guess. Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. exactly. But it was pretty smooth, honestly. Uh, I'm uh, quite satisfied. Uh, the, the problem is that the, the process is a little bit long because once the watch has been uh, received by the customer, they wait seven days before dispatching the money to your account. And once, okay. they, once they do it, it still takes like two, three business days, right? So it's like basically like 10 business days, two weeks before right, you get yeah. the money after the guy yeah. well, has it. I, yeah, this is not too, too bad, right? No, it's it not. It could be worse. It could, it could be worse. Uh, you could be uh, born in uh, <laughs> always Syria. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll wow. start with the wrist check this week. And uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. It could be, yeah, it could be worse <laughs> in Syria. But I, I just, I always laugh at those comparisons. Yeah, it could be worse. There's always, there's always something that's worse. <laughs> our, list, our Syrian listener, our one Syrian listener is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> so um, this week I'm wearing my uh, last purchase, the... Uh, Rolex, I was two episodes ago that you guys went nuts when I showed it to you guys. Uh, it's been on my wrist for a month now. So it's uh, a Rolex, Rolex Air King. Three weeks, one month, doesn't matter. Same, same, same. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Could always be worse. Uh, but uh, today I got a call for our, uh, the um, the watch shop that is taking care of my Kalev Booker for the last six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They want it back. Uh, yeah, took took six weeks to find all the parts and make sure everything is all right. So a full um, service, a full overall of the movement, yeah. the uh, Le Magnet eighteen seventy three is going to cost me three hundred and three hundred and forty bucks. That's okay. The so wa- it's not too too bad. The watch is going to be good as new now for uh, for uh, yeah. many many years to come. And uh, yeah, no. visually, is that is that in good shape? Like, is there any scratches? Is there such a thing as detailing? Have you considered something like that? Uh, well, when I when I was there with the watch, the first thing that the watchmaker was like, "Oh man, you know it's gonna cost you like so much like to make everything right." And I was like, "Well, I don't want everything right. I just want the movement to work properly." Like, right now, yeah. like it wasn't working properly. I was like, "I don't want you to change the dial or anything." It's like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Yeah." It's like, "Oh, okay, then uh, it's gonna be too expensive." It, it was like, "I have a di- uh, dial for you, like from a Speedmaster, but it's like two thousand dollars." I was like, "No, <laughs> no." But <laughs> people want wanna that, right? people, yeah, and I don't like to retouch. What, what you're saying, Dima, right? Some people, they do. They're like, I want you to give me a new crystal. I want to polish out the case. I want to make, right. I want to repaint the hands. Uh, normally, you don't want to do that with a nice vintage. You want that original. Unless it's, well, yeah. unless unless it's, it's rotting really through. Broken, right? like if, yeah. Mm-hmm. And already, I would for yeah, sure agree with you. I don't want a new crystal, yeah. but maybe polish it a little bit. So, so yeah. slow, if like, for example, if there is like a big scratch or something, right? Then yeah. I would probably do it. But I wouldn't want to re- remove parts and replace the original parts with like something else. But the, but the crystal, of all the things to change, yeah, I could change the crystal. But never touch, for example, the dial. Never touch the right. hands. Right. Those are the right. things that should really stay intact. Or the crown. Like never, oh, we changed the crown with the new one. It's like, no, that crown is important because there's a knurling to it. It's the way it's designed. It's very OEM. Same with cars. Fair, right? fair exactly. Yeah. Plus, you maintain a higher value, right? If you keep your watch uh, uh, yeah. original. OEM, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a Franken So, uh, yeah, they're, they're just redoing the movement. But when I purchased the watch, uh, the ends were already changed in his previous life because at some point they broke and they scratched the dial. The dial is still scratched from the end movement, but uh, the ends were different and the crown was different. The movement was still uh, all original. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I should go pick it up within the next two weeks. So, so just for on that. for everyone listening, the Rolex Air King that Carl was referring to for the reference number is the one one six nine zero zero. It's the Rolex Air King Oyster Steel. I can go next while I'm speaking. Then I guess I am wearing, I'm wearing a Seiko uh, SBBN zero three three Marine Master Professional three hundred. This is the tuna 
and it it comes on the caliber 7C46 so it's a diamond shield coat dual curved glass material this dial is is really insane and uh, it's such a rich dark and i have to say crazier than your tutor uh carl the loom on this is is i'm I've, i'm calling it is uh even brighter than your tutor we'll have to do a, a loom match oh, you'll see it's insane <laughs> it's is, is this new uh no i bought it um uh, last uh, summer, towards August. Last Tuesday. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is a it is a watch from 2020. I can tell so now, you. Now, did you cross the 300 watch uh, mark yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. How yet. many watches do you purchase? No, since because you, said you have to sell. Buy any watch? Oh, no, because you have to buy more. I, I got I got the Casio G Shock, and and that's it. Because my I think my other pr- purchases are are more frivolous. Like I say, I have to wait. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I have to. I'm st- yeah, yeah. But I'm definitely, I've just realized I'm definitely not going to uphold that resolution. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you probably realized that on like January the th- January 3rd. Immediately after a podcast. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. The same day. It's like, my God, anyway, I this is the decision immediately. This is one of those great Seikos. The, br- the rubber is, is great on this. The, the depth of this, uh, the dark, uh, the black dial. Uh, the weight says Marine Master Professional. The case, it, anyway, it's really, really great, and uh, I should put it more often. But uh, it's a, it's a chunker. So you yeah, gotta, it's yeah. A, it's awesome watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's the uh, water resistance? Is it like the standard Seiko two hundred? No, three hundred meter. This is a oh, three hundred wow. meter professional. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on it's to like, you, Mister Dimushka. It's ten Speedmasters. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Sorry, I didn't. Uh... The ten water sp- resistance is 10 Speedmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you just, you just measure everything in Speedmasters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing my Vostok Amphibia. I actually was wearing it all day today uh, when I was working. It's uh, it's it's actually growing on me. Yeah. <laughs> like any poisonous metal would. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, honestly, after I had... Do you have a reference this, number uh, for that, Dimitri? Reference number. You, <laughs> I'll find it. Funny, you go, you're you know. a funny guy, you... Uh, uh, since I had that little accident when I when it stopped and it didn't, didn't work for like a month and then just miraculously came back to life, I kind of started to grow on me. And it's, uh, honestly, it's a pretty comfortable watch. The the bracelet is probably the worst bracelet I've ever seen on a watch, right? But uh, all that kind of makes adds a little bit to the to the charm, the charm exactly of this watch. Uh, I've spoken about it many times. It's already on Instagram. It's uh, you know, it's like a, it's 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 it almost feels like it's indescri- indestructible now, and it has the the two hundred meter water resistance. I've uh, I have uh, you know, um, uh, t- took it for a swim uh, last year in your pool. Survived. So, I looked it up. It's the Vostok Amphibian Neptune Diver, reference nine six zero seven six two. It's it's the Neptune Di- uh, um, uh, GMT. GMT, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Here, it's, the reference is uh, that, yeah, nine six zero seven six two. So, does after the reference, it is like in, in in quotation mark probably. Yeah, it's kind of like it's ish. You have to add ish to everything. The re- like best re- guess. reference. It's made between nineteen ninety nine and twenty fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty recent. Uh, but the um, like the way that Vostok amphibians are made for. From an innovation perspective, for water resistance is actually pretty impressive. What they did with the case back, what they did with the crown, why it is a certain way, why the case back is done a different way. It was actually to address specific, we'll say, uh, issues that they had with like uh, you know water entering the watch. 
So I think it's uh, just pretty cool when you, uh, if you were to, if you were to look that up. So they, 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 they studied it. They saw flaws that the Swiss were doing uh, because the Swiss were still using like brute strength to fight water pressure. So they came up with a design to use water pressure to help protect it. So that's why the the crystal, the case back in the crown. But anyway, we could do another. Uh, I could talk yeah. about that another time. We should probably Washington. have a full episode about Soviet watches because it's uh, there's a lot. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Just just so, one more thing I was going to mention. I I've uh, I went to go uh, to uh, one of the watch shops in Montreal last week, and I tried on the yeah. new uh, Seiko SPB one forty three. Three. So that's yeah. the one of the new sixty two Master editions. That's the 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 one that's not the not limited version that I like a lot. The one that's like a matte gray, right? Yeah. Oh man, I'm I was so impressed. I don't know if you guys have seen it live yet, but no, I have not. I really it's a 40, really 40 millimeter, 40. 41 or 40, 40 millimeter. 40, dial. It's like it's a little over forty. It's like forty point something. It does not feel like a Seiko because every 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 Seiko diver you wear, it feels like a chunker, right? So yeah. it's th- this one is a completely like it feels like a, like a completely different brand. And the other thing is that the bracelet is milled. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not stamped like all the other Seikos. The clasp well, is milled. It feels like heavy and well done. It's 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 funny. You, it's funny you say that. I put the my Seiko Sarb zero three three back on the original bracelet, and it's a milled uh, clasp. Right. It's it's actually good quality. I'll, I'll have you guys see it the, the next time I see you. I'll, I'll, I'll wear it. But uh, yeah, you're right. It makes all the difference. Oh yeah, and honestly, the watch is fantastic. I, it's unbelievably well done, and I feel like if you Might take your that bracelet watch. off, you put it on something else. Like any any strap will work amazingly with it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. That was it. Perfect. That was a, a, a long wrist check this week. Um, so, main subject, five events. We'll go with the first one. Uh, they're in chronological order, technically, I think. Um, well, a normal person will do them in that order. <laughs> uh, so, so, the we're first not one is a f- in this order because none of us are normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the first one is the first date uh, when you meet someone for the first time. Uh, I, personally, I, I gotta have my tools. <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah uh, you guys when you go on a first date is the watch is something important out, uh, for your uh, part of your outfit or it's a like second idea you don't really think about your watch uh, before going to your date or you go like uh, do I wear this one do I wear that one do I don't wear any watch do I uh, come with no clothes on with clothes on there's all those options that are there uh, to grab no clothes okay, so- two watches <laughs> So I'll 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 I'll, I'll go on this one. I'll go first. So to be, uh, first thing is, yeah, I totally think about what watch I'm gonna wear, even when I'm not going on a date. I, that's very important to me. I have to, I have to decide. So I kind of went for watches that I owed. So and I I'm gonna paint a picture. I'm, I went to deep imagination for all these. So your first date, I'm, I said, okay, if you're on a blind date. And if you clearly misunderstand who you're being set up with and she's actually blind, then it really doesn't matter what you pick to what you're going to wear. Oh, my God. But in this case, suppose she can see. So you're getting all dressed up. You're grooming. You're flossing. You're fresh and clean. So I think I want to wear a watch that hopefully will be the only thing you're wearing at the end of the night. And then if you let your imagination take you on an adventure, you know, um, she roofies you. You wake up in a bathtub missing a kidney, but then you're also missing your favorite watch. So you're really in double trouble at this point. Yeah, so de- you don't have a kidney to sell to buy a new watch. Ah, oh, man. Just, just so it depends. 
<laughs> it depends the circumstances of the first date. So what are you doing? Are you going for drinks or are you going, you know, hunting for geese? Because, you know, the recoil on a Remington 870, which I looked up is actually perfect for geese hunting, can damage your watch. So <laughs> while... so What about, a, what about the geese? What about geese? <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be okay? <laughs> exactly. So the oh, point no, is... My watch. So you don't want to damage your watch. So if you're wearing... But if you're going for drinks, you know, a nice vintage piece could be a perfect conversation starter. So you want to pick a watch that when you can't help but look at it and she or he, in your case, Carl... Uh, if you're late or something, you. you look at your watch, The the your date is going to be like, hey, why are you looking at your watch? Do you have to be somewhere? And you can respond, oh, I wasn't looking at the time. I just can't help but look at my watch. And here's why. And then you set the bait. So will she take it? You know? So it begins. You know, let's dance. And if you're having a good time, you can always say, yeah, uh, uh, you explain the watch and everything. And if she doesn't, she's not interested in your watch, uh, then you could just get the hell out of there. So my pick in my current collection that I would wear is my vintage Hamilton Rose Dial white gold case Pacer from 1965. So I think it's a good conversation starter. I can talk about where it came from, how I came to own it. And I can see how far I can talk about the watch before she looks at her phone. <laughs> before she runs uh, away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing in my house? Why are you showing but The only watch? thing is that I better, <laughs> I better, not, it's three I better not lose that watch. I better not lose that watch on that first date. So anyway, that, that's my first date watch that I picked uh, for, is my Hamilton. So yeah, that's the pick. That's, a oh, picture that's I an excellent it. pick. <laughs> you, Dima. I'll finish. Um, that's what she said. Okay, you're finishing okay, yeah. your, your own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the first date. <laughs> you never know. Um, so uh, I kind of thought about it in terms of maybe less of an uh, extravagant story than Kevin, more something with more like... <laughs> with his geese. Something more realistic. <laughs> I did hunting. not consider uh, geese hunting and I did not research in, into Remington uh, rifles. <laughs> uh, but I thought that like, if I go for a date... Not that it ever has ever happens. I I would uh, I would probably not want to for the watch to be the the center of attention, right? It has, it shouldn't be screaming, "Hey, ask me a question about this watch." It should be something subtle, but I think also should have a story if the question about about the watch is asked in the first place. So if you're standing there naked, you don't want the watch to be the center of attention. <laughs> If she goes, hey, nice watch, you're gonna be like, hello. I mean, if, if, if I'm standing Eyes down there naked, here, like if it's like a bar and I'm standing there naked, I'm pretty sure I can wear like a diesel big daddy, and it's not gonna be a center of attention. <laughs> and if uh, all so, this fails, you could put it directly on your penis. <laughs> yeah, but I'll have to put an extra large buckle. Oh god! The IWC fifty-five millimeter <laughs> thing that goes around your thigh. Yeah. What, what are those watches? The the pilot watches that we wrap wrap around our thighs. That's uh, I need that. I need, strap. I, I need that strap. The uh, diver they strap to a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to buy a thread at like Home Depot and make a strap out of it. <laughs> Anywho, back to uh, the the series. So, what I thought is that it should be you know like. For example, you go to a bar and uh, you meet at the bar, you have a nice conversation. 
your watch is let's say I'm assuming this is summer right so it's not like hidden under like multiple layers of sweaters um, so you can see the watch I'm assuming that it shouldn't be something that uh, that kind of inspires the conversation right away but you know if 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 the, the girl asks the question that'd be interesting to, to talk about it it should be something with a little bit of a story but at the same time if you are um, let's say at some point done at the bar you might want to go for a walk outside what if it starts raining so you want to make sure you can't, uh, you don't wear anything that uh, a speedmaster, like a speedmaster, exactly. <laughs> so something that maybe is a, maybe a, more versatile, let's say, on the on planet Earth than the speedmaster. Yeah. So I'll, I'll cut it so, short. Uh, what I uh, my pick is is the is, is the Seiko Alpinist SBDC one nineteen. Mm. That's the one of the new releases that doesn't have the compass, so it has just the crown at, uh, at yep. three o'clock, and the version that I chose is the one with like a matte, like an asphalt gray uh, dial, nice. and uh, a black strap with a metal clasp. Why I chose that? Because this watch is beautiful, but it doesn't jump at you right away. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to look at the dial to see. Hey, look at those nice cathedral hands! Like there's a bit of a uh, there's a bit of like a gold accent on the on the mm-hmm. on the on the dial, and it's a Seiko Alpinist has a fantastic story, as well as 200 meters water resistant. So, so you know what's good think- is that you if if ever you go on a second date and you want to go walking in the rain, you can wear your Speedmaster and use that as an excuse to like, oh, we should go back to your place because my watch is gonna you know fail under <laughs> these tropical this tropical pressure. <laughs> Tropical <laughs> conditions. Listen, the, the the story is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick question, Dima: When it's raining outside, do you remove your your speedmaster for your on. wrist and like putting in your inside pocket or something? <laughs> yes, it's fifty meters. Come on, it's you... fine. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, look, I'll be honest. I, I actually wash dishes uh, wearing my speedmaster. So, hey, we... but when I wash dishes, are you sweating? Like, what am I? Or in, like in general, as a pers- person, yes, I. I, oh, I do oh, have you do that? Like, are you stressing out? <laughs> no, if no, he no, not, dunk not at all. It, I'm sure, not at all. Like, like if I'm if I'm washing dishes or like washing my hands, I I just kind of I kind of push the bracelet a little bit up above my wrist, right? So it's further away from water, but I don't really pay too much attention. I've had a Tissot for like a Tissot Ballad Three automatic, like a, my first let's say big watch. It was the um, it was also it's a dress watch with a 50 meter water resistance. I've had it for 10 years, and uh, I've never let's say not washed hands if I was wearing it. I never took it off, so it's it's fine. It's fine. I'm pretty sure oh, you yeah, can 50, probably dip it in water for a bit. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. just that I don't want to ha- go for the trouble unnecessarily of having to like worry about this. So there's no reason, right? I'm not going right. to go and just dip it in water just to see like, hey, I'm going to prove a point. It's supposed to be water resistant. <laughs> I-, I think 100 meters is that sweet spot for everything, you know, because you can go swimming, shower, do everything with it. You just can't go diving. But like 100 meters gets you everywhere. Like that's, it's perfect, you know? Doesn't get you to space. It's not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it's further than that. <laughs> okay, so, what about you, Carl? Uh, so I, I had, like, you, when Kevin started talking, I had the same idea, but after that, it went to, like, hunting and, and, and like, geese and, like, being naked and all those things. <laughs> and Remington. So, uh, the Remington rifle. <laughs> and Remington. So right. for me, it was, like, the first date, you're still uh, gauging things out. Uh, you want to know if it's a possible match or just a uh, one-night stand, right? Um, so for me, it's like, don't show your best yet. Uh, have a little mystery. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so for that, I think the cheapest watch that you can have is the best because you'll, you, it's not going to be about the watch. It's going to be about the date. You'll uh, see if she likes you or he likes you uh, for who you are, right? Uh, not because you extrude money out of a, a watch. 
So I went with the the whole list today. That's the only watch I I, I own in the list, and it's the uh, Casio World Time at twenty five dollars. Okay, wait. First question: What did you wear on your first date with this new girl you're dating? <laughs> so no, I was no. wearing my honeymoon <laughs> face. So I was wearing my Rolex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you went from a Casio World Timer to a Rolex. You're so full of shit. Mind you, your uh, date well, was like ten dates in one. Pretty much, yeah. Right, we're uh, we're in a pandemic world, so date, dating is kind of hard right now. Ten dates in one, as in like it was like fifteen hour long. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> you came home like, my God, I didn't sleep for twenty four hours. Exactly. <laughs> she I'm got so pregnant hungry. and had an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So Casio. Um, so yeah, so Casio on the original black strap. Blasting uh thing. Uh, I think that's the watch that you wear that no one know that you're wearing a watch. It's so like under the radar. It doesn't show that you have a watch, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first watch, first date watch for me. Uh, but, you know, I had a first date like a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, and it was like my $14,000 valued Rolex. Can, so <laughs> did, she, did she ask you about your watch? Did she notice it at all? Uh, well, yes, because she works right next to uh, the AD, so she knew before you guys that I bought a watch that day. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, wow. <laughs> I have to, because we'll have to reevaluate to go, our friendship. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to go grab coffee after that, but didn't work. So, um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, Nick, yeah, to close that thing off, I will also, like, I think one thing we didn't mention, but if you're going to wear a first date, I think it's, also, probably wear the watch that makes you the most confident or makes you feel good. The, because I think watches make me feel good when I wear them. So that's that would be my advice overall. Whatever makes you feel like, damn right, you know, I feel good, you know? That's it. And that's why Kevin is double fisting his watches when he's on first date. Oh, wait till you get to these other occasions. <laughs> oh, my God. So are you naked Talking. with two watches? Because that's, 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 that's a power that's a good se- That's a good segue. Can I start the next one? For sure. Let's yes, go for it. So we're meeting the parents. First date, now it's third date or whatever it is, you're meeting the parents. Third date, it's you're meeting the parents. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you have dates like Curl, yeah, you symbolizes oh seriousness because Fourth she's date, keeping divorce. the baby, and now she's like, hey, you need to meet my parents. So you pick up the wine, some flowers. So imagine you show up, and no, you don't knock on the door. You kick the door down. You're wearing a full length leather trench coat. You take off sunglasses. <laughs> Even if it's in the evening, because yeah, I wear my sunglasses at night. I wear my sunglasses at night. And all that's missing is entrance music. So you got to think about what kind of song would it be. So it's something like Eye of the Tiger or Final Countdown by Europe. That's what I'm thinking, right? So you come in, you have a seat at the table, and you decide to use the dessert fork or spoon first, because you know, you a gangster, you a player. And then (laughs) peeking from under your shirt cuff, Oh, what's that? It's not one, but two Seiko SKXs. The 007 <laughs> and 009. Yeah, that's right. I'm double fisting the Seiko. I'm Seiko squared. I have so many bezels, it'll make you have a seizure. And I can time that seizure with one. And if that fails, I still have a backup. So I think it's conversation starter because the person's like, hey, why do you have two watches? And then you could say, that's because I brought That's one. That's the first thing they're going to ask you after all the other things you did. They're going to talk. They're going to go, oh, you have two watches. Uh, yeah. No, no. The first thing they will say is like, hey, is this a rotating bezel? No, that's not the first thing they will ask. What the hell is this thing? Is that 20 my door lug with? 
<laughs> exactly. So then you say, hey, I brought one that you can wear. So you make a good conversation, a good impression. It's a conversation starter. Which parent are and you talking to at this point? Like who's uh, the, the dad or the mom? It doesn't matter. The double All three of them. Yeah. It shows that you <laughs> hey, have your priorities there. in order. <laughs> the family dog. It shows, it shows you have your priorities in order because having two watches shows how serious you are about being on time. And functionality is always important. You're welcome, mom. What about so that yeah, huge that... leather trench coat, though? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's under it? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's Double a track single. suit. It's a Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> exactly. Because so that was, a, that was by uh, Picturesque. So I would wear my double, my Seiko 007 and my Seiko SKX 009 double-fisting Seiko. Booyah. <laughs> hey, uh, Kevin, talking about you having multiple watches, um, in yes. your collection, do you have any watches that's like you have twice the, of the same watch the same same watch other than the seiko i don't know do you have two uh like well, like, XK, has, like xkx the 07 no uh no not anymore i have the double i have the 07 and the 09 so the the blue and the black okay but i have for but example like, like multiple g-shocks uh yeah. but it's okay. not this and do i have the same same no i don't no did no, you use no. two uh n- no I didn't. Okay, cool. No, no. I don't know. You have so many watches. I said that something that could happen. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I haven't. No. You, uh, Dimitri, when you're annexing or parents, what what are you doing? Uh, annexing. <laughs> I'm incepting, incepting the parents into liking me. <laughs> he the shows greatest, up. Here's gold. Here's trickster. gold. Give me girl. Here's gold. Dowry. <laughs> it, it's good that I'm following <laughs> Kevin because uh, uh, I feel like I need to, uh, you know, take it down a notch and be a little bit more serious. <laughs> <laughs> Balance things out. Um, oh, you will so laugh stupid. when I mention when I mention my uh, 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 pick. I haven't mentioned nice. it today yet. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, so, watches. I mean, there's a trend, right? That watches are predominantly made for men. So, it's it's just a thing that uh, that kind of is part of the industry today, and it's something that's changing, but it's slow, right? And uh, it's very aw- awesome to see. Uh, different uh, channels and uh, YouTube channels and, and new podcasts, right? Where uh, girls are getting more and more into uh, a watch collections, and they 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 start to get to enjoy the same watches, right, as everybody else. And uh, um, it's, it's it's excellent to see. But as of right now, I feel like if when I'm meeting the parents, the person that would be commenting on the watch that I'm wearing is probably going to be the father. If hoping that they might be, in, let's say, an enthusiast at that point. So I thought, what could be better than the watch that has the best story of all watches? The oh, the watch that has God. the worst story the, of all? <laughs> the best. <laughs> like, if you're meeting the father and you're talking to him and he notices your watch and he sees that you're wearing something on your wrist that was certified by NASA in 1960 <laughs> <laughs> to go to space <sighs> and do all the Apollo missions, I think that could be a fantastic topic of conversation. You can, you can incept somebody to befriend you. Incept. <laughs> and honestly, this is—it's funny, but like I, I think that this is a pretty decent pick for uh, for for this specific occasion, because mm-hmm. there's so much to talk about. It. Just imagine the, if if there's a little bit of a connection and in, ter- in terms of um, um, being a watch enthusiast, and if the father likes watches a little bit, like everybody knows this, right? And it's not like a very—I mean, I see a kind of. I I, I I rank them almost very similar, right? But I feel like Rolex is a bit more flashier, let's say, name, right? Than Omega. Yeah. So it's yeah. a bit. It's still. It's still. You know, kind of 
almost in your face, but it's still a bit more subdued, I find. It is, it is, yeah. But it sure. is, but it is uh, an interesting story, and you can spend a lot of time talking about it if you share the connection or the love for space exploration. And you can also mention the Big Black Cop podcast. Tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Tell your friends. Here's, I brought I some. Know, I brought I some know. flyers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's winning points or getting kicked out qu more quickly. Shit, what well, did they rob you? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Imagine. It's, it's, he's a gambler yeah, I mean, and he's like, oh, uh, let me borrow that watch right quick. <laughs> but but the other thing it shows, it also shows that maybe you have your shit in order, right? You were in a yeah. good place. So. Or, or that you have a problem. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a watch problem, sir. Yeah, the problems exactly. I have cannot be seen. <laughs> <On the wrist. laughs> um, cool uh yeah so it, it make all sense beside if it's a pool party that you're meeting the in-laws first i'm hoping <laughs> that the first time you meet someone's parents is not gonna be at a pool party yeah exactly especially if it's like in march <laughs> it's like oh my god what are we doing <laughs> oh my god your mom looks so good at a g-string <laughs> god damn <laughs> since cutest oh, Says so Kimness is wearing his trench coat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the white snake is blasting in the background. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, I could see that. Okay, oh, my so God. How did you know my last name? Exactly. So you'd had a cesarean. I get it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, God damn. <laughs> oh. So, uh, first time uh, meeting the in-laws. Uh, I need to impress them. Um, at least the father. Like Dima was saying a bit earlier, the watch industry is uh, marketed towards men in general it's yeah. the men jewelry let's say you'll for sure you'll have a bunch of question right uh, you, you sit down you to for supper and you have the classic like where did you study what do you do for a living uh how many members of your family uh why are you naked in my house <laughs> all those questions <laughs> who, are uh, <laughs> who are you who are you it's you know, three blah, in the morning blah, blah, but <laughs> stop it that's not a toilet <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all those questions I was thinking what could be the watch that make the um, the father-in-law not ask you any of those questions something I need to flash something I need to show dominance and that you have like all the money in the world so it's a Rolex it's okay. a sub and it's the Alk okay it's green it's flashy it's pricey it's hard to get uh, if you have that I feel that you can skip a bunch of the normal question you'll get asked by the uh, the in-laws so, 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 so where you're you study? a drug dealer where, they go, where did you study you show them your watch <laughs> you what do you do for a living the watch. show them your watch what are your plans <laughs> show them the watch <laughs> so um, so yeah I was trying to find something that was like um, flashy enough but not too flashy because we have so many events left And I find that the Alk was a good mid-tier for now, uh, as right now they're crazy expensive because they don't make them anymore. Last right. time I checked, they were $30,000 Canadian. Oh, right. But every <clears throat> it seems like every every Rolex sports watch now is about $30,000, right? Well, like $20,000, $25,000 to $30,000, right? Even, uh, even the, the, the yep. standard subs are probably at that price. That, 18, yeah. that Oyster Perpetual with that Tiffany blue dial is something like $20,000. Pocket change in the Rolex world? No, no. The $6,000... <laughs> Oyster Perpetual with that blue dial, the new one, is $20,000. That is insane. That, that's insane. For that, the, the entry-level Rolex, I find that insane. And it's and it's not even sold out yet. In, in terms, sorry, not sold out. It's like it's not discontinued. It's still being manufactured. You could get on a waiting yeah. list and probably get that watch. I, to me, I, I just can't envision how it can be six times, uh, three times the price. Like exactly. how, many, yeah. how many years are you going to have to wait to get it then? I don't know. 
That that's nuts, right? Because it's not a defined quantity yet. Like I understand, like the alt, they're not gonna make them anymore. It's a defined quantity, right? Or the so GMT master. Pricing goes up. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, so yeah, that was a first. Uh, or but a fir- not the first. The meeting the parents. Uh, the parents. Kevin was in trench coat. Um, Dima was in something, and I was flashing a green Rolex. Double you fisted know. it. Yeah. It's it, it it's all normal things. Normal things. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You had your first date. You you met the the parents. Everything is going really well. The next step in your relationship is the wedding. Uh oh. So yeah, you're in front of of that's God. Like four, I think fourth date. That's, that's the idea, right? <laughs> um, Everything I've done before doesn't count. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in front of God, I'm like no, that no, doesn't count. So you're gonna have to buy uh, wear something else uh, except that trench coat for your wedding. Oh, so the big days come. But to me, I have to wear my Panerai. So you have to think there's going to be some massive stupid party with a multi-tier cake and a DJ, which is a terrible job. And the only profession I will never let my son or daughter ever have. Uh, there's a bunch of women that always end up taking off their shoes, right? They're all walking around barefoot, dancing, woo, because their heels, it hurts. Uh, in some dirty public place, you know potentially conjuring up a mild case of hepatitis. So you're walking down the aisle, you're giving your speech, You may think everyone's listening, but everyone's just waiting for that bar to open so you can have shots of, you know, Zambuca. And at the end of it, the wedding is is a series of like gymnastics. Everything is perfectly timed. You know, you have wedding planners. Everything has to be timed in sequence. And meanwhile, you're getting shit-faced. You're just drinking and drinking and drinking. So as the night progresses, what I went with is that I need the ability to know what time it is, even though I'm drunk. So I need a big watch, highly legible, easy to read, and I'm probably going to end up, uh, you know, uh, dumping it in, in water a, or something. In a ditch so, somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. So I need my Panerai that's 100 meter water resistant, big legible watch, and I'm half drunk. And then when people are coming and saying goodbye, and you're all like, oh, no, hey, you know, it's only blah, 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 you know, don't be such a fucking loser, Aunt Maggie. So you got to be able you got to be able to, like, quickly look at your watch and, and know what time it is. So that's why I'm going to do with a my... cell phone. Just look at your cell. <laughs> I've lost it by And now. it lights up in the darkness, too, right? Like you, you know. <laughs> it can even talk to you. Hey, what time is it? So it's my Panerai. <laughs> It's my Panerai Pam Seven Five Four Radio Mirror. That's my uh, wedding watch for the festivities. It's pretty clever. Uh, it's pretty clever because uh, you might, you might like it's hundred meters, right? So you can dip it into the cake in the cake, and then it's gonna survive. Boom! Cake survival. <laughs> or, or in the fruit punch. How, how wet is your cake if like you need uh, well <laughs> water resistance? <laughs> <laughs> what if that cake is in the toilet? <laughs> how <laughs> awesome is your party if you're like guys? If you want cake, your watch needs at least this many water resistance. <laughs> Four, four speed master. Pretty awesome water resistance. I'm going to that party. That's a pretty good party. If you like, if the invitation actually says bring an extra pair of socks, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if the invite it says that, okay. If you're at the church and there's a splash zone, you know it's going to be a good party. What the fuck? <laughs> Someone's going to get holy water all over them. Oh yes, shots, 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 shots. It's a holy shots. grenade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like priest factor they're gonna let out a little priest, kid in the priest hall factor? yeah they're gonna let out a young kid in the hall and then the priests are just gonna you're gonna go Here, hunting for the drink kid. this bucket holy water. <laughs> <laughs> go catch him <laughs> fresh fresh holy water yeah. uh, Dima at your wedding okay. uh, what are you wearing I'm gonna dial it down a little bit again to just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean 
I don't even have to say it. I don't have to say that. It's, it's, it's Maybe we'll, t- we'll circle. I could go after next time. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what? So I, I thought about it in terms of, you know, like, especially I, I thought about it in terms of pictures, right? The pictures that you'll have from w- your wedding are going to be forever. And your future wife is probably going to kill you if there's something on the picture on your wrist that sticks out like crazy. But at the same time, it can't be, you know, it has to be something that's extremely valuable and memorable to you, right? Something that has, right. something that you would want to look at after, I don't know, well, two, three years before your divorce and, uh, and, uh, and be very happy that, you know, you, you, you have worn that watch on your wrist. Uh, so I would say like, for me, it's probably more personal because I love, like, I'm, I'm going to pick a dress watch that's to start for sure mm-hmm. and for me it's it's a very let's say um it's a subjective choice because i really love the uh jlc Jaeger uh, uh dress watches right and the one that i was I'm gonna call it the, i swear huh? <laughs> as soon as you say dress watch i'm like GLC. Oh, yeah, for sure, but there's nothing <laughs> yeah. else it's, it's, it's really the only the only brand of dress watches that i the only dress watches that i love and the one that i want to i would want to own and wear is the uh, the sector dial yeah so that is i think it's just it's one of the most beautiful dress watches ever for me and i think some having something like this on that special day is uh is going to be a great memory forever would you get the chronograph or the regular three-hander or the just the regular just the regular 300 i don't Mm -hmm. want a chronograph i think it's a bit busy i think again it's from from my perspective i think it should be very it shouldn't be flashy it shouldn't have it shouldn't be busy it should be very elegant simple and elegant and no universal genev pull router maybe it's a bit too small yeah, but also you the know colors, design, but the too. colors, the you dial colors. I find that the uh, like a brighter color dial is is gonna work well with the. Sorry, the, I have to slip it in there because it's every episode. You know who designed the Universal Genève pole router, right? Yep. Yep. Who was it? It's uh, before he got famous. It's your homeboy. Before he got famous, say it, Dima. It's uh, Gerald Genta. You're welcome, Carl. It's it was a very cool story too. Uh, the, the specifically for the pole router. Yeah. Uh, which we'll touch on when we talk about vintage watches. So you um so you're uh, all about the Jaget Le Coute. That's very nice. Oh man, pick. yeah. I I'm crushing on Jaget Le Coute. It's 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 one of my favorite watches. Is it crushing at that point? I think you're in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, it's true. It's true. You're right. You're right. I was crushing on Cartier um, two years ago. It's like, it's definitely love now. Yeah. But I'm still crushing, <laughs> but I was also crushing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Mitch Hedberg joke. I used to be a drug addict. I still am, but I used to, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Carlito, it's your turn. Yeah, so for me on the wedding stuff, um, uh, I was a bit more, let's say, uh, not not too much jokes about it. I was just thinking, uh, in general, the wedding is uh, not too much for the groom, right? It's like a princess day. Uh, the groom doesn't have much beside like his watch and his best man uh, during that day. So I was looking at you, you know, since I bought my Berkerer, uh, Kevin was right. I think I'm looking at vintage watches every other day. Nice. Uh, so now I have like a list of like just favorites that like Coro 24 or other websites that I just gonna take a peek. I was like, mm, yeah, if I had spare money, like I bought the Rolex, so now I have to take a break. But at some point, um, what's at the top of your list? If I may ask, I, I sent it in the conversation right now, so um, it's the one I'm gonna choose for that um, event. So I was thinking something vintage, uh, and uh, the options are almost endless for that. But recently, I was crushing on a Beaumont Mercier from 1955 so it's uh at 38 millimeters kind of a big watch for that time yeah it's 
Salmon Dial, Rose Gold uh, Lens End, and Rose Gold Case. It's a chronograph. So uh, it's reflected Arabic numeral, telemeter, tachymeter, minute scale, 30 minute counter, and auxiliary little seconds. Doesn't have much information about it. I didn't even, I was about to find the uh, reference. I don't know if there's any reference for that watch. There, there, there's one, but not I could find. But it's 18 karat gold. So I was like, that could be, you know, the jewelry piece. I'm really not a, about any, um, um, like, eye-hand metal, right? I, right? For me, it's steel, titanium, top, uh, plastic. I don't want anything else. But, but for a wedding, I think I could get beautiful. a gold watch. I think gold is making a comeback as well in terms of, like, you know, being more trendy. I love gold watches when they're well done. Yeah, they're agree. not too heavy agree, and good, yeah. but like a, this is very nice. What you just this is amazing, and the price is yeah. awesome. Like it, made, it reminds me a lot of like some of the uh, the the heritage collection of Mont Blanc recently. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the thing that gives it away is the the vintage one, right? It's that flat crown. If you guys, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I think um, I pushers are amazing. The 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 Carl Bucherer recent uh, chronograph release. Yes, right? that the, was the very similar. The, yeah, design, very yeah. similar. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll put a picture on uh, Instagram since it's kind of hard to describe it because we don't really have any reference for it. Um, but yeah, I think a gold watch for a wedding could be my justification to have a gold watch. Besides that, I would mm-hmm. not just buy a gold watch for me. I think that for that event, at least, that could make sense. And Absolutely. before we continue, I'm curious actually. So I want to ask Kevin, well, if you would you, what kind of gold watch would you buy if you buy a gold watch? If I were to look All right now online, no. If I, uh, brand new or in vintage, <clears throat> uh, anything. So in vintage, I'd be looking if people want something affordable to look into. Look at Zenith, look at IWC, the old ones. Um, very nice uh, old um, examples you can find. They were made uh, really with excellent movements. Uh, if I could get a gold watch right now, um, oof, there's a there's there's a few, you know. Um, just say one. I didn't. Yes, I didn't expect probably, this to be I would like probably, a long uh, response. Yeah, <laughs> I would get a, Car- a Cartier Santos or a Cartier uh, Santos Dumont or uh, just a Cartier, even the Cartier Drive. One of them in gold. I think they do it right. I think that's the jewelry company behind them, Escartier. Uh, I, 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 yeah, they they really hit gold well, much better than other watch brands I find that, that try like like even Rolex. To be honest, interesting. That's a that's a good choice. Yeah. So. We had our date. We now are part of the family. We uh, we had a wedding. Uh, I think the next big step in the watch purchasing. Uh, it's either some people are gonna go by age. Uh, I know that's something in your family, Kevin. Like at forty, I think you were talking <laughs> your brother and you too. You're looking what, to what? buy a watch for for, for your for fortieth birthday. Uh, we yeah. we jumped all those anniversary and went straight to retirement. So around sixty five, depending on where you live and what you do. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I watched you commemorate the fact that you're you're done working. Now you're on vacation forever. So let me paint you a picture here. <laughs> what is retirement going to look or what's it going to feel like? To me, I think you've given up on giving a shit about anything. And that includes time. So you're all about functionality and comfort versus form and style. You walk around, you got a mug, you know, a funny mug that says, retired, not my problem. (laughs) Uh, You got a closet uh, full of Tommy Bahama shirts. You got driver's shoes. You got, you know, white socks that are like medium high. The days pass slowly. You're just looking forward to playing gin rummy with your friends where you're wagering, you know, hard candy or an assortment of colored buttons. So... 
My pick is in my collection is my Gerlach Cosmonada. 100 meters of water resistance, easy to wear. But like I first mes- mentioned, you've given up on giving a shit even about time. And this watch, to read the time, you have to press the button. It could be, mis- it could be even mistaken as some kind of Medicare bracelet. But it's a fun storyteller. When if someone asks you, "Hey, old man, what time is it?" Nobody's gonna and ask. You, you, just, dead. you know, not give a shit, and not even <laughs> and press the no. button. And you could say, "Oh, I'm fine and dandy, like cotton candy." And then the kid's like, "What?" what? And then he walks away, and you're like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" And then, so as an old man, you've given up, and uh, that's why I'm going with my Gerlach Cosmonata wristwatch. <laughs> cool. What's the? It's the H Moser who has a watch that doesn't show time, only sings it to you, right? Yeah, it's a minute repeater. That's a <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'll take that. One can dream, right? You have a lot of time before you retire. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, exactly. Uh, mm. I, that's not my choice, but I was just thinking about it. And I was like, only a retired man can like click on it. Something's happened. Doesn't listen to it. Look, look away. It's like fuck. I need to listen to it again to uh, get the time. Right. Yeah, because you can't you can't hear well when you're old like that too. <laughs> so anyway, that's my retirement watch that I thought would be fun. Uh, you, uh, Dima. Well, so I'm going to also paint a picture here. Nice. Maybe, maybe not with as many colors, just black and white, <laughs> but a picture. It's like tones of gray. <laughs> just many different shades of gray, like 50. Um, so when I retire, my my day is going to be starting like this. I'm going to wear my 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 beige slacks. I'm going to have a nice polo. I'm going to have my a nice spare loafers with tassels, right? Mm. I'm going to put my jumper sweater over my shoulders, put yeah. my Ralph Lauren hat, right? And then maybe, <laughs> maybe by the time I retire, the my wait list is going to get to the point where I'm actually going to be able to buy this watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put on my GMT Master 2 Pepsi on my wrist because it, it has to be flashy because I retired because fuck you. I do what yeah. I want. And then I'm going to take this watch and step on my yacht and, and just sail away into the sunset. <laughs> it, it does take you about 40 years to get that watch from an authorized dealer too. So Perfect. Uh, I'm actually probably like, going to sail on my yacht immediately after stepping out from the, the AD. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going he's gonna to sail his yacht right over where there's a time zone change and then just... Change the use the GMT function, yeah. <laughs> well, and then I'm only going to say all places uh-huh. if I put the time zone advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm ready, honey. Uh-huh. We're moving to the G- Greenwich Meridian. So why? <laughs> that's where we're moving. <laughs> the so GMT. That's my pick. That's my pick. Um, cool. Pick. So is this? It, it's your pick. It's a that watch it made to all your list all the time. That GMT Master mm. Two. <laughs> Um, so for retirement, I was looking uh, online to see what people offered uh, as gift for retirement, and watch is always the first thing on the list. It's the yeah. retirement gift for men, apparently. They say in that article I was reading that's the it's a gold watch uh, that make the f- the yeah. full uh, retirement um, list. It because it's then for quality craftsmanship. It's symbolic of the uh, retired years of services, and it's supposed to be uh, to an actual reminder of the uh, passage of time. Um, so I was thinking what watch I, I would wear uh, when I don't have anything else to do than just see times go by. And I was like, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to look at time often. Like Kevin said earlier, is watch, you need to click on it to um, see the time. For me, yeah. I thought, you know what could be even better than that? A pocket watch. Because you need to like go get it to see at a time. Um, 
I just sent you guys an article at, as well in the uh, conversation uh, on the convo. Um, so I've chosen a Patek Philippe pocket watch. So the reference is 651A. Uh, that watch is from 1941, but they did build the same watch until 1990, uh, from 1937 to 1990, in fact. It's 45 meters, uh, 45 millimeters, and it's a the variant uh, I choose. It's a steel case. That's the rarest of their uh, collection. But I think a steel case in your pocket uh, when you walk and you're retiring and you hit everything because you don't see good is the best right. metal for a, for a watch. Um, there's brigand numerals on it. I think that give another uh, classy or to say distinguished style to that watch. Clearly a retirement watch at $18,000 use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They all use, but around $18,000 a Canadian to get one. So that could be like you sell most of your collection if it's not all your collection and right. get that watch. So instead of buying a yacht, you buy this watch and then take a bus home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your your yachts are kind of cheap if you can sell a yacht to uh, just buy that watch. <laughs> well, you'll be 18,000 short. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't afford so, it. If you had 18,000 more, you could, but uh, not anymore. And I think the obvious choice too was the uh, watch that Kevin showed me at some point is the watch that only gives you the hour, not the minutes. Yeah, what was it? The... It's the Meistersinger. Meistersinger, yeah. Yeah. It's a single Because it's like, watch. it's 10 a.m. ish. It was like 10, 15, I guess. Yeah. It's when you it's don't around really care 10, 15, anymore. Yeah. It's around 10, yeah. 15, It's ish. The ultimate yeah. ish watch. And I was going to say that, but Dimitri had mentioned that in the micro brands, the yeah. Meistersinger. Yeah. yeah. I think it's part two of micro brands I was talking about that brand. It also doesn't work in my story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's say that uh, you're you're retired and you did you had a really wonderful life. You did a lot of things right uh, or a lot of things wrong. It depends on how you want to see that, uh, say that. Um, so let's say we, we meet the queen, queen of England. Oh. I'm, I'm going to say that for me and Kevin and for Dima, uh, let's say you can you can meet your hero, Putin, right? The, the king, <laughs> the, the king of castle. The, 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 the king, right? Because like me and Dima were part of the, uh, me and Kevin were part of the Commonwealth and you're the other guy. So you it's for Putin or any other... I think uh, I've assimilated enough to be considered part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw your passport. Can't trust you. <laughs> Nobody has. <laughs> so, Kevin, you go see yeah. the, the the queen. What do you wear? So, first of all, I missed... The, I thought it was, I was meeting Queen Latifah. Uh, but, I, okay, so... <laughs> first I think we're supposed, to be meeting, we're supposed to be meeting the, the royal family. So, for starters, let's be... Let's, let's confirm. I'm not going to wear a black watch. <laughs> right? Am I right? Oh, oh my God. God. So, <laughs> I'm not going to be welcome at the palace, right? Okay. No so problem, I'm wearing but a, uh, don't drive into a tunnel. <laughs> so Jesus in this case, Christ. I'm wearing a tuxedo. Let them recover from the interview first. I think they're still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing a tuxedo for sure. Because this is, of is course, a one the first... Is it a one-piece like a stripper It's painted tuxedo? on. <laughs> it's just painted on. <laughs> and because this is obviously the first and final time I'm going to be at the at the palace. Because I'm going to end up wandering around. I'm going to end up in like Phil- Prince Philip's crypt where he sleeps. Just avoid uh, Prince Andrew. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I picture myself at the table uh, using my most famous British accent, saying stuff Can like, Oi, old chap, fancy a cuppa, because <laughs> I'm knackered, you cheeky bastard, isn't it? And then I think I you've watched watch. too many Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> And then, so I'm sitting there, I'm wearing this tuxedo and I'm checking and I'm, uh, I'm using my accent. And then, oh, you think, what am I wearing at this beautiful fancy event? Oh, yes, my Casio G-Shock Full Metal G. Everyone's wearing the Rolexes, their Bremonts, their fancy rubies and jewelries. 
and my watch will go beep, 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 and lights up when I turn it a certain way. Because <laughs> on the wall, you have portraits of their 500-year-old Uncle Rupert eating, you know, freshly cooked pheasant, and I'm wearing a Japanese Casio G-Shock, uh, just making a noise of it. And then Her mas- Majesty will be like, oh my, I'm chuffled to bits, and uh, and me, like, I don't know. I'm just going to be like, I-, I don't know what you're saying, because I-, I-, I don't speak, <laughs> I don't understand the word that you're saying. So, do you speak at this point, English? <laughs> exactly. At this point, I have to obviously make a clean getaway. Uh, Why, so- what are you stealing? <laughs> Because, exactly. So I'm going to be stealing. <laughs> what what is the occasion ste- where you're visiting the queen? <laughs> you know, so I'm going to obviously be stealing some of the, you know, complimentary mints that they take, but I'm not going to take one. I mean, I'm going to empty that whole bowl into my pockets to make sure I have enough to go. But, I'm going to take some selfies. painted on what pocket? The nature's pocket? Oh, <laughs> nature's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. you're saying you have a lot of room in there for how many mints? Exactly. <laughs> And I have the memory, I'll be able to take a selfie, making sure my watch is in the picture, and I could say, you know, take that uh, to the Queen of France. So that's my... Uh, the Queen of France. That's my, that's my uh, <laughs> imagination meeting, meeting the royalty wearing my Casio Full Metal G. Uh, yeah, uh, straight This up. could be a fun movie. They should actually film this. this is... <laughs> it's like, haha, you're, you're on punk. Shot on site. Get Ashton Kutcher and it's, you're on punk. So that's uh, my uh, my experience meeting the queen. That's what about you, Dima? That's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. I'll uh, I'll I'll go next. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> uh, while while Dima is in the Kremlin, uh, I'll be um, walking around the palace, uh, like Kevin was saying a bit earlier. But I was looking online, and uh, uh, there's a list of they have a collection of watches, the royal family. So I was like, ooh, let me look at what they have, uh, so I could beat those guys up with a better watch. So Prince Charles, uh, his favorite watch is an 18 karat gold uh, Parmigiani uh, Fleurier Toric. Yeah, Parmigiani Fleurier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Queen has a full diamond Jagellonite caliber 101. That was the uh, that's the smallest caliber yes. that GLC yes. has ever made. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Prince Harry, uh, you can see pictures of him while he was in the army uh, wearing his Rolex Explorer 2. The other guys are CWC's G10. This guy was Rolex wearer. Is anybody <laughs> wearing a Hublot? <laughs> uh, no, and uh, the other one I found was uh, Prince William at, uh, as uh, an Omega Seamaster 300. Mm. Uh, so I was like, wow, they're really poor. I need to flex on them. Um, so I'm going to get a Vacheron Constantin traditional twi- twin beat perpetual calendar in the plat- platinum. So it's a 42 millimeter watch uh, that offer you all the function of the perpetual calendar. And um, you can uh, slow down the movement as well uh, because of the in-house caliber 3610 QP that can guarantee mm. an excellent power reserve for at least 65 days. Uh, that Jesus. watch is only $200,000 USD. Only. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I was like, they, there's, I'm guessing one of the richest family in the world and they, they all have okay watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should all wear like Richard Mille. <laughs> like two of them. It's not elegant <laughs> enough. Or my Casio. <laughs> yeah, good. Get a Casio. <laughs> so, Dima, what's going on in the Kremlin? So, I uh, I also prepared for the Queen, but uh, I'm just thinking of <laughs> if I was to to actually be sent to go to Kremlin to see Putin, I would not want to wear anything that has any value because as soon as I, he sees it and starts looking at it, he says, "Oh, your watch, my watch, <laughs> our watch." You make a lot of money. Go to Gulag. <laughs> But uh, if I if I actually was to go 
to meet the Queen of England. I'm thinking, what could be the occasions, right? Uh, either, actually, no, there's pretty much only one reasonable occasion. It's probably you're getting knighted, right? Yeah, that, that was my note, too. I was like, the only reason we could get there. <laughs> Maybe she's a witness in your trial. <laughs> Oh, she's, she's a witness. <laughs> she's in court. Uh, so if I am there, and I, I feel like I, I'm kind of joining Carl because I feel like at that specific location and occasion, you know what? Just go all out. Just just, exactly. just, just wear whatever the hell you want. So I'm, I'm picking a exactly. Vacheron Constantin too. And I'm, I'm, uh, the, the one that I'm choosing is the uh, Corn de Vache and Platinum. Nice. Right? Because, nice, very nice. because once again, fuck you. I can't do this. I'm knighted. <laughs> Call me a sir. <laughs> exactly. Wearing my corn de vache. You know. Shut up. Then you hang out wearing... When you're knighted, do they give you like a blazer and then you get to hang out I'm with gonna like... I'm going to bring my own sword. Ian McKellen and Anthony Hopkins and... Yeah, exactly. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> what do you mean like... Eric like, Clapton. What, what, like, are they hanging out in there? Yeah. yeah, yeah they're all like, like having a, drinks. After like, party. Oh, yeah, after oh, party oh, with oh, all of the knighted people. Come on. When you get knighted, do they give you like a chainmail suit? The chainmail suit? I don't think that's... Uh, that's chainmail, no. It's not medieval times anymore. <laughs> I don't what? know. I don't know. I, I mean, what? I wonder if they do it like with the with a sword with the sword and stuff. Like, Yeah, they do. Can I bring my own sword? Like, yeah, it's okay. I got it. <laughs> and you pull out like, the biggest knife. sword, like twice as big as <laughs> exactly. the sword that they have there. <laughs> Just shaber. So Sean Connery, also knighted. Yep. Yeah. Well, he was. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, uh. Uh, so that was our our five events we did all five events we had uh, widely different watches for everything Kevin was kind of nude kind of double fisting kind of pulling a Matrix Neil vibe occasionally uh, wearing a a trench coat hey my life sounds like a lot of fun in this scenario (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also not always very realistic <laughs> uh, <laughs> and dead. <laughs> um, so uh, before we wound it down, uh, I think Dima, you had some um, weekly choices. We're going to start a new segment uh, that is going to be weekly choices, either from one of us or all of us. Uh, and this week, Dima is going to pop our cherry with that. Okay. That sounds pretty uh, terrible. I just uh, had a picture in my head. That <laughs> like both, both of you guys went like, ew, with your faces when I said that. We're going to get canceled <laughs> okay, because so let's, you said uh, that. Yeah, let's get can- we'll get canceled. Uh, so let's uh, have it kind of a, in a discussion. And I prepared two watches that were released recently that I wanted to mention because I think that they're pretty noteworthy. And at least, I mean, for my own taste, I stood out quite a bit. So first one is the new Omega Seamaster 300 release, right? That they've released the new, I think it's four different versions of the the mm. three the the, the Seamaster 300. It's uh it's a bit more vintage inspired. So as compared to the 300M, right? It doesn't have the helium escape valve, and it's a bit more. It's more of a let's say it's a diver that's more of a stylized like let's say the BB58 line, right? It's a it's a vintage inspired diver. It's more elegant. It has uh, a gilt dial. It has, you know, like a nice, uh, interesting lollipop uh, seconds hand. It has a pretty mm. coolly, cool-shaped crown that's not standard. And I guess, again, more vintage-inspired. Apart from all of that, if you look inside, it has, like, all of the most modern technology that Omega puts in their watches nowadays, right? So it has the it has the, the, the Omega Modern Caliber 8912, right? That's Meta-certified, 60 hours of power reserve, and it's magnetic resistance to 15,000 Gauss. And uh, a coaxial escape valve. You get a, a fantastically modern watch with 
a very cool vintage inspired look. That is for sixty five hundred uh, U.S. dollars for uh, uh, for the ones on the bracelet and sixty one fifty U.S. for the ones on the leather strap. What do you guys think? So, I think to me, I think uh, it's a good job by Omega in terms of what they're pushing. Uh, they could have released another Seamaster that looks just like the others. Um, I I'm kind of tired of the the vintage inspired the vintage look. I'd like to 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 see brands kind of go away from that. Um, I think that um, it's still a great watch. I think I don't think you can go wrong in terms of value, in terms of precision, watchmaking, and price with that Omega. So uh, it's really just down to a question of taste. It'll hold its value. Um, but to me, it doesn't speak to me in something that I would get in terms of the colors, but it's still a very, very good watch. I'm glad um, that it's not uh, another Speedmaster limited edition. So they're just like, yeah, let's just focus on other... other <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, m- maybe that color scheme was reserved for a Speedmaster and someone in marketing went like, well, guys, maybe not this time. <laughs> let's try it out on yeah. something else. <clears throat> so, Carito, um, you wanted to... Yeah, I was about to say uh, same thing with the color scheme. They don't talk to me as much, um, but I think you're right. Um, Dima, it's a good mix of um, a new watch, a vintage style, uh, but everything is going vintage. Uh, not ev- not only in the watches, in the world in general, even cars and all those things. Uh, you 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 spoke about space. You, don't, you said Gerald Jantes, so I'll go into cars a bit. Uh, right now, there's a big big trend to older designs. If you look at like the new Ford Bronco coming out. Um, even Porsche has always had the same design, but a lot of manufacturers are keeping old design alive because right now that's what's selling. It's heritage. It's old school. It's like Those a remake, that, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's a remix. <laughs> well, what I meant, look at, what I meant look, to look say, at movies. Exactly. Yeah, movies, what I meant to say is remake, that, yeah. like, we, if you run out of original ideas, try to like dig up some well-forgotten old uh, classics, right? Which yeah. is like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like something like an Oldsmobile brand will be revived, right, at some point, mm-hmm. or like mm. a Pontiac GTO, right, as a sports car. Uh, Armor just got revived as a yeah. electric vehicle only, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I yeah, like Hummer. Yeah, a crazy, a crazy commercial for that car, by the way. It can even drive <laughs> sideways. Like, if they yeah, realize yeah. that thing, and yeah, we're living in the future. Well, so, we'll live. Yeah. We'll live in the present. Future is, to, is after. <laughs> Um, so you had a second choice for the week I think yeah uh, my second choice is the new um, it's actually super fresh and it's the new Zenith Defy uh, Ultra Blue Mm. Uh, have you guys uh, seen it it's uh, well it's a a more of a like a squared case let's say you know the Defy collection on the from the Zenith it's similar to it's the same Defy uh, watch that similar similar case shape as the one you were talking about when we were talking about the the American version right of Zenith El Primero Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. The difference is that because I think I think it it's I think it's common to all of the Defy watches. It's a skeletonized movement, so it shows you that crazy, crazy El Primero uh, movement with a one hundredth of a second chronograph. Right, it's a thirty-six mm-hmm. BPH, five hertz, ridiculous mechanism. The thing that I like about it is it's all made from this grade uh, matte uh, titanium. And the buckle as well, and the strap is actually rubber with like a canvas layer of blue. Mm-hmm. I just it stands yeah. out to me because I feel like that that blue is awesome. Maybe it's just the pictures that they take. That that blue looks amazing from those angles. And I actually, for the first time, don't mind the skin the skeletonized look. I usually don't like uh, the open dial, 
yeah. open face. Uh, I'm not sure what the, the proper term for this is, but I, I did it, it, this kind of works. And the movement is insane. It, it's it's, a, it's absolute an absolute beast of a movement. It's a big watch, though. It's forty four forty four millimeters exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's because it has that that chronograph. This watch has two escapements, right? It's two escapements the, exactly. It's, it's yeah. Insane. And if you read about the 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 history of this this movement itself, this is what makes that watch. Like there is the Zenith Defy, the titanium forty uh, one millimeter steel. Um, um, version of this watch that's not a chronograph, which I love. It has that beautiful like Xenon skeleton, star skeleton phrase. But this chronograph is just—I uh, think it's—it's it's stunning. I think it's great for anyone who likes Zenith. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, and uh, just look out for Ultra Blue because the reference number on that thing is like a verse. So <laughs> it's like the Speedmaster Omega reference number. Just yeah, but there's so so many limited editions. At some point, like they they had they had to right. Zenith is pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zenith is pretty big on uh, limited editions as well. Yeah, I think. That's Remember, a, that, they they were picked up by the same, you know, group uh, and the mind of Jean Claude Bivet, who had Hublot, where everything's a limited edition. Mm. Uh, who had um, Hoyer before it got picked up by Technique Avant-Garde and became Tag Heuer. and then you have a bunch of limited editions there too that sell well. And Zenith does the same thing, but Zenith does have its standard collection. Like it has its its killers. Like, and you know, I I like their new um, I like their new Chronomaster uh, that uh, was released. Um, oh, the uh, this uh, year. the Daytona. The, yeah, the yeah. Zenith Daytona, it's... like they call it. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I li- I like that Chronomaster. No, there's nothing you wrong know, with it. I uh, think it's fantastic, just because yeah. it's it's it has a very particular shape that just works for that style of a watch. That happens to be also the same shape that's used by Rolex doesn't mean that they're not allowed to use it. No, and I still still think it's different enough for it not to be Rolex. Yeah, it I could agree. be your perfect perfect chrono that way. And I honestly prefer yeah. this one over the Daytona. Yeah, yeah, loving so, that. So uh, if you have the choice bezel. between Daytona and that watch, you don't take the Rolex. What kind of Daytona though? Similar. Yeah. Give me the give me the platinum one with the blue dial. Yeah, I'll take that over anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, it was a fun episode today. Time to wind Very it down. Very fun. Yeah. So if you like this podcast, you can find us on our Instagram, Big Black Clock Official. You can send us your suggestions, uh, Big Black Clock Team. If there's any watches that you think that you would have liked on your occasions, please send them our way. We'll mention them on the next podcast. If you want to reach out and send Carl money, because that's all he needs now that he bought a Rolex, you can uh, send it his <laughs> way. For Dimitri, he's given up. You can just send him a GMT Master yeah. Pepsi and the yacht. And uh, for myself, uh, just send me any of your uh, trench coat idea suggestions. Exactly, <laughs> trench coat and a lot of um, paint for that uh, tuxedo. For the tuxedo. <laughs> just exactly. Paint. It's gonna be a lot of trial. It and never error, came so. off. <laughs> That's I got. I got exactly. I got poisoned. It's gorilla paint or whatever that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's lead paint. I sue you, the gorilla. Exactly. Um, so at the same time, for all of you guys, it's a tough time out there. So be good to each other. And for all you perpetual uh, people shopping, happy hunting. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.